you guys and welcome back to sad girl hours i am so excited to be back here with you guys and today um we're gonna get some one-on-one time again I, ever since i launched the podcast i i mean the first few episodes it was just me uh and then ever since then i've had a lot of extremely incredible guests um and we've got to cover some really amazing topics and just Things that I feel are so important to be talking about and hopefully for you guys it's been a good balance of laughs, cries, but also provoking some sort of internal dialogue about all of these topics. I think that's very important. So today we are going to do what I'm going to call our first sad girl sesh. So we'll do these periodically throughout the podcast where I just kind of sit down and just talk with you guys. We'll pull some cards, kind of go over astrological events, and then we will pull cards to kind of see how this month is going to play out possibly. So you guys are hearing this on September 1st, so happy September, all of my beautiful humans. Um, But I am not recording this in September These are pre-recorded episodes. I like to be ahead on things. So we're going to pull some cards, kind of see what to expect for the month of September, what could possibly be coming our way. I have only been reading tarot for, I believe it's a year going on in October, so next month. Shelby and I actually was the one who graduated me to tarot and got me going on my learning process for that and keep in mind you guys like tarot is very very in depth and it takes a lot of for me to be able to read that I eventually want to read it takes a lot of study it takes a lot of practice um, a lot of visualizations of the cards like being able to look at it and kind of decipher what it's meaning without having to look in the book so often and starting out like absolutely use the book that's how you're going to get familiar with what each card means however it is really good for practicing to like even just doing a daily card pull and when you first pull the card take some time to look at the visu- visualization first kind of I even write it down. I do this in my in my journaling. Um, but write down what you feel like it means to you based on your knowledge of the cards so far and what the card is portraying. And then you can kind of compare that to what the book says after. And that will help you learn a lot quicker. I've been doing that a lot more recently and it has really helped as far as getting the memorization down with everything Um, I actually will do just a brief overview for anybody who is not familiar with tarot as much. Um, so the first, I want to say 23 cards of the deck are the major arcana. Don't quote me on 
that because they are in Roman numerology <laughs> and I can't remember exactly how many are in the major arcana. Um, but the major arcana is essentially very big life events, major life themes that we all go through within this lifetime. So for example, like the very first um, card of the major arcana is the fool and this represents taking a chance it signifies unlimited potential enthusiasm um, and then it goes on to say the fool is at the beginning of the journey facing many adventures and choices she looks around marveling at the beauty of her surroundings she, she watches the flight of the butterflies delighting in their freedom so this is really the star of a new chapter when people pull this card um and so the major arcana just kind of goes through all these major themes. And then for the rest of the cards, for example, um, and now that I'm going to try and explain this to you guys, of course, my pregnancy brain and everything is going to be like, we don't want to cooperate with you right now. So bear with me, you guys. Um, but as far as the rest of the cards go, you have four different suits um so it would kind of be similar to regular cards I'm not I've never really been big into card games but um similar to that so we have the suit of cups now cups normally represent the element of water so water signs Pisces Cancer Scorpio this really is these cards are very much representing emotions and intuition and those deep depths and the subconscious and relationships as well so every time you pull a cups card it will have to do with that type of similar theme but also within all of the suits so you have for example the ace of cups two of cups three of cups all the way up until you get to um the page of cups and then it goes knights queens and then kings and then that's the end of the suit um so there's a lot to learn even just in numerology so if you can practice numerology and study that as your kind of learning tarot that will also help you be able to just look at a card and based on you know, whether it's nine or ten or a three of cups, you would be able to pick up on an overall theme based on the numerology. So that's a whole other side to learning it. Um, if you guys are, can tell, like, there's, this is what I meant by there's just a lot of in-depth small things to really help you get in touch with what these cards mean and what they stand for. Um, same with the page knights and kings and queens like those obviously represent their own thing so um then we have the suit of swords which is going to represent our air signs so we've got the aquarius gemini and libra and this really represents intellect and communication conflict and resolution action um power ambition air signs are very um very innovative and very I don't even know the word I'm looking for just very futuresque forward thinking for lack of a better term I hope that makes sense 
Um, so that's what the swords would represent. And then from there, we have our suit of pentacles, and they represent earth signs. So that would be our Capricorns, Taurus, Virgos, and much like these signs, this uh, corresponds, pentacles correspond to material things, money, work, business, trade, prosperity, um, just very much having abundance within the physical world is kind of what they signify. And then the last ones we have are the suit of wands. Now, these represent our um, fire signs. So we've got our Leos. Um, who else are <laughs> Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, um, but the suit of wands represents creativity, inspiration, artistic endeavors, primal energy, spirituality, strength, intuition, courage, very much like Leo energy, very much like lion-esque type energy. Um, so those are kind of the general themes of what tarot is and um, kind of the types of cards we will be looking at today. And there are, um, so there is a difference between having a card that is right side up and reversed. Um, so, I mean, and for the most part, they kind of correspond to the opposite of what the card would normally mean. But some of them um, are a little bit different when they're reversed. And reversed doesn't always mean that it's a bad thing. I think a lot of people, like, that kind of know about tarot think that it's a bad thing, and it's not, um, especially depending on the card you pull. So with that being said, after giving you guys a little bit of background, um, I am going to shuffle some of these cards and kind of see what we should expect for September. Also, make sure you guys are drinking your water. Okay. I'm going to take a second and just kind of um, center myself and ground. If you guys um, <clears throat> know how to do that, please feel free to uh, take a sit and do that with me. What can we expect for ooh, the month of September? That one flipped over quick. Page of Pentacles. What else can we expect for the month of September? Ooh. Got the star. I'm really excited already. Any oh, I wish. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I was filming this, you guys, because you will not. 
I don't even know if I could explain what happened properly. That was so fucking crazy. I wish there was cameras in here. So uh, this last card, all of these cards very much like jumped out of the deck and that doesn't always happen depending on when you're shuffling, especially depending on where you are at as a reader, um, whether or not you're actually centered, just lots of different aspects. Um, but all of them jumped out, but this last one like flipped out and then I caught it in between the two decks as it had flipped. I, I don't know if that even properly explains it, but holy shit, two of pentacles. So <laughs> we got a major arcana card and we got two pentacles, which if you guys remember what I said as far as pentacles go, that is our earth energy, very grounding energy, prosperous energy, um, very much uh, stability in financial endeavors, business endeavors, that kind of thing, um, which I'm super stoked to hear about because I think we could all use that in our lives. Um, so the Page of Pentacles, I am going to try and describe these cards to you guys. I'm not always the best with description when it comes to things like this, so I will do my best. Um, because pentacles are earth uh, signs, this uh, very much has a very greenish, uh, earthy tones to it. There is a woman that is sitting in a beautiful tree, and she's playing. There, It's not a guitar. I don't even know what those are called, but... A guitar-like instrument. Her eyes are closed. She looks very much at peace. Um, there's actually some woodland fairies that are within the wood of the trees, which I had never noticed before. Um, and then there is a shield on the bottom right of the tree and then some crystals at the bottom. And she just very much looks just calm. Like, that's the only thing I can think of is just very calm and at peace with where she is at um so let's um I don't know do I want to yeah I'll I'll describe the cards as we go I was gonna maybe describe all of them at once um and then go through the definitions and what I'm seeing but I will it might take me a sec to find each page though so bear with me because as I mentioned, I still am quite new and I want to make sure that not only am I giving you guys the correct um, description of what these cards mean, especially if you're not really familiar with tarot, it also will help me learn to kind of go through this and do this as well. So for the Page of Pentacles, it represents the manifestation of dreams, reaching goals and obtaining comfort and success. The page sits high in a lush tree, which holds the brilliantly jeweled pentacle of her potential. She plays her mandolin. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, she plays her mandolin and enjoys her surroundings, confident that her enthusiasm for learning will bring prosperity. What is so interesting to me about this is I am recording this the day after the new moon in Leo, which is also the day that the Lionsgate portal was open to its, its fullest potential. It was at its most powerful. Um, and I was preparing all weekend for it, and I did 
set my intentions and plant my seeds. So I am very much excited to kind of see where things are at in the beginning of September because we do um, have our lease ending at the end of August. We are trying to get into a house at this point um, and not quite sure it's kind of all still up in the air. So I did a lot of intention setting as far as um, financial security and um, just a, a feeling secure in my home space, especially with this baby coming. Um, I just really want to be in the best possible space that I can be for her or him. At this point, we still don't know, but... Um, at least when I'm recording it. By the time this comes out, we will know whether or not it's a girl or a boy. Um, but we do not know quite yet. Thanks, Landon. You brought me cranberry juice. Thank you. I appreciate you. Hey, will you come on my podcast one day? Cool. Cool. I'm excited. We'll do it soon. Okay. I love you. I was going to cut this out, but I'm not going to because that was awesome. He, <laughs> My mom and uh, my basically other mom, Dupree, both kind of think that I have a UTI. So Landon went and got me some cranberry juice. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take a little sip, sip. Sip of my goddamn juice. Actually... Really quick before we continue the reading on that note, if you have Peacock, which you should, it's an app, it's free, and it's a streaming service like Hulu, um, and Kevin Hart now has a talk show, and it's on there, and it's called Heart to Heart, and it is actually really awesome. His very first guest was Miley Cyrus, and I just live for that. I love that. It was a Awesome conversation. I highly recommend watching that 110%. Um, But anyways, I kind of don't know exactly where I was at, but that's okay. So Page of Pentacles, just very much stable energy of being in a very, very great spot in a spot of peace. Um, And I think it's worth noting um, that it says that She plays her mandolin and enjoys her surroundings, confident that her enthusiasm for learning will bring prosperity. So constantly wanting to learn, constantly seeking more knowledge. um, And that could be for anything, knowledge about ourselves, knowledge of others, knowledge of the world, knowledge, like anything. Um, Knowledge really is power. And that's why I love doing this podcast so much, because I think uh, conversations are such a good way to spread knowledge and I just I appreciate all you guys sorry I'm getting in a little sad girl tangent that's the whole point of this though so it's okay um but yeah on that note I'll stop rambling about me I just am excited to kind of see how my intention setting went when this episode airs in September so Uh, Then our next card is the star, which has always been one of my favorites of the deck. It's just very aesthetically pleasing. It's a beautiful girl. She is in like a fairy-like outfit. She has very long blonde hair, 
And she has basically like a circle of stars that kind of starts at the bottom um, right of her body down by her arm and circles up all the way up over her head and to the side of her neck. And she has one foot planted on the land and then she has just one little toe. She's pricking it in this, in water, um, in this river. And even though I love this card, I don't remember exactly where we're at with this. Oh, also, geez, I need to pull these cards up closer to my face. I forgot how bad my vision like is and it's getting worse because pregnancy. Um, but the woman also has two cups and she's pouring water out of said cups. And this represents hope, inspiration, generosity, serenity, and faith. The star helps you to reflect on your blessings to foster a positive outlook. The card depicts a woman surrounded by eight stars. Eight is the number of strength which is needed to accept one's imperfections and build self-esteem in spite of them. The woman pours a cup of water into a larger pool of water representing our subconscious and emotional state. With the other cup, she pours water onto dry land representing our presence here on earth. So during the month of September... Um, very much stay within that gratitude energy and reflect on the things that do make you blessed. Even if things are hard, this is going to help bring about more blessings and bring in a more positive energy. Um, and that's not to say ignore anything that you're going through, but I think what this really, I mean, so I've been in spots where it's like, Things are really bad, but I've been through some shit and I got through that. So I know I'm going to get through this. Like, I'm not going to ignore what's going on. I'm going to face it and deal with it and work through it. But while I'm doing that, I'm also going to keep that hope and stay in that grateful energy of what I do have, because that really is what is going to get you through whatever it is you're going through in less of a what's the word I'm looking for in a less traumatic way if that makes sense so during this month we're very much going to be balancing our subconscious with our conscious and staying grateful for the blessings we have because this represents that we kind of are already going to be in that energy. And if you are in a spot of inspiration, take advantage. Do a project or a hobby that you haven't done in a long time or maybe even start a new one that you've been thinking about. It would be a really good time for things like that. Writing, uh, art, like literally any kind of art would be perfect for this time. So that is the star. All right. And the next card and our final card that we pulled is the two of pentacles. Now, twos normally represent partnership, balance, harmony. And this is also pentacles. So this is more of those earthy, uh, grounding, financial uh, types of dealings. And in this card, which 
another one of my favorite cards. It's so pretty. So there is this woman and she is, she has actually ballerina shoes on and she is on her tiptoes balanced and she's balancing two pentacles, uh, one on top of each arm. And there's crystals in the ground next to her. She, I wish that I could just like show you guys a picture because it's beautiful. Maybe what I'll do uh, for these types of episodes, I will post the cards, uh, the pictures of the cards that we pull on our Instagram and Facebook. So with that being said, uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram, uh, Sad Girl Hours Podcast, as well as on Facebook, Sad Girl Hours Podcast as well, uh, if you kind of want to see what these cards look like. So what I get from this card, because her eyes are very relaxed, her posture is very relaxed, she is very confident in what she is doing. So to me, this card really is representing getting into that flow of that balance and being confident in that and knowing like kind of what I was saying with the last card, um, knowing that you've been able to balance life and, and take what was thrown at you previously and you can do it again and you can continue to do this. And the more that you get comfortable, um, with that flow of things, the easier it will be uh, for you to keep things in balance. So what the actual book says is the two of pentacles represents keeping things in balance, juggling several things at once, adaptability, and the ability to go with the flow. The card depicts having fun, high spirits, and enjoying life while rising to meet life's challenges. A dancing wood nymph handles her two pentacles with agility and grace, without concern for tripping up or letting them fall to the ground. She knows she is capable and conscientious enough to juggle all the issues that life brings. (sighs) I love that. So whether or not um, you are feeling that you are in this type of energy, this is the kind of energy that September is going to bring. Um, and I think it's really important to know that it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to not be constantly doing something that, like, the constant pressure of feeling the need to be productive all the time, like, is not very healthy. And it kind of goes down and, like, boils down to the divine feminine and the divine masculine, which has been something that's been coming up a lot. (laughs) Um, I've been talking about it with Shelby a lot. Um, But it's that balance of having both and being able to be in that feminine energy of kind of rest and dream and like conjure up mindfully and like come to those ideas. And that a lot of time that comes with rest and retrospect And then the masculine is the actual action, the driving force behind getting it done. So it's very important to stay in that flow of things, no matter what you identify as. We all have that energy within us. Um, And so I think that's a really big thing for the month of September. It looks like it's going to be a really awesome month of inspiration and just happiness. And just like, I just, 
it feels like we kind of all are going to get a breath of fresh air. So I hope that that is how all of my beautiful listeners and everybody else's month goes. Let me know um, if you guys want to let me know at the end of the month how things went. I would love to hear it. Um, So you can email in at sadgirlhourspod at gmail.com. I'm going to try and do those like the first week of every month. I think that's really um, a cool way to show um, like that side of me and my practice and my growth. So even if you guys aren't into that kind of thing, I hope that you guys found it interesting still. Um, We're going to kind of go over a little more astrological things. God, I keep stuttering over the ass part. (laughs) So, I wish I was sponsored by this company. I am not, but I highly recommend to anybody that is very much into astrology or would like to learn more about it to go to the magicofeye.com and they have beautiful journals and beautiful um, astrological planners. And they're not just astrological planners. They have so much knowledge within them at the whole first part of the book. Um, It tells you exactly how to use the planner. There's a section where you can put everything for your birth chart, um, a section that shows you how to read the calendar events, and then it goes into um, how you can work with the moon daily. So the moon is constantly cycling through all of the zodiac signs. Um, So it kind of goes over how the energies for fire, air, earth, water, symbols and kind of the best things to be doing on those days so for example fire days are very impulsive energetic passionate great for exercising higher energy tasks getting things done dancing and having fun right and then it breaks down into um what the energy will be like based on what sign that you're in uh specifically so you can start with elements and then break it down even further and go into uh, the individual signs. So for example, um, let's do Pisces. That's very dreamy, creative, magical, mystical, spiritual, otherworldly energy. Be aware of negative addictions and others' energies. Soak in divine waters and let your soul dance free with annual friends. Interesting. I love that. So it kind of goes over that. It has... um, what are called optimum times life guide, which is based on where all of the planets are, the type of like main energy that's happening. So let me see if I can find one for today because I know we had one coming up. I knew there was something for today. Yeah. So For today, which I'm recording this on August 9th, um, the optimum times are goals and diamond mind. So diamond mind, where are you? Oh, very top. Wow. So this says intellectual sass, mental clarity, hyper communication, organization skills, 
Caffeine for curiosity and quick learning. Conscious channeling with the information God's on your side can be challenging for flighty, scattered attention, miscommunication, and jumping to conclusions. So, um, and then also goals was for today. So business whiz, money-making, ambition, and planning, checking your integrity, aligning your timing, setting goals and laying foundations, doing the work, smudging your boundaries, existential awareness, and reviewing life lessons can be challenging for feelings of existential crisis and hard lessons, um, which the that specifically was the reason why I decided to record today because I was like, maybe it'll give me a little extra charisma, you know? <laughs> um, but back to current times. So for the month of September, because it does have these awesome, like, overview breakdowns at the beginning of it each month. So for this month... We have a new moon in Virgo on the 6th of September. And then we have our full moon in Pisces on September 20th. So I'm excited for that full moon. Uh, The last few full moons have been, at least currently, have been in Aquarius. So I'm excited to get back in my element. Um, But the monthly themes and reflections are health, organization, and service. So for the new moon, now if you guys want to write this down, go ahead and pause me because these would be some really good affirmations for the new moon and the full moon. So for the new moon, it says, I serve with love and without expectations. I initiate a daily devotion. I initiate a daily devotion. Okay. And then for the full moon, I shed resistance I may have to sharing my spiritual beliefs. I consciously dream. Beautiful. So those are kind of the overall themes of the month. Um, But again, highly recommend if you are into astrology at all, look into the Magic of Eye Astrological Planners. It has sections for you to set your intentions for the new moon and... um, the full moon as well, uh, kind of with the planting the seed manifestation and then reaping and shedding kind of deal. Um, it has a section to write your monthly goals, monthly intentions, has a week-by-week breakdown of s- things that you need to get done. It's just a whole, especially for people who really need that kind of organization, like it's kind of, it's just nice to have something that can teach me more about a practice that I am very much interested in, but also can keep me organized. Um, so again, themagicofi.com. Go check them out. Highly, highly recommend. On that note, I wanted to share something kind of vulnerable with you guys. I just thought it was crazy, like looking back, like, I don't journal as consistently as I would like to the past three or four days I actually have consistently, which is a big deal for me. So I'm hoping to stay on that. What's really been helping me is doing um, a daily card pull and asking my guides, you know, what I need to focus on for the day or what I need to keep in mind for the day. And then not only am I getting kind of guidance and communing with my guides every day, but I'm also... um, furthering my knowledge for tarot so that will help me in the long run and then I do my uh, daily gratitude as well Um, and really what's been helping me a lot with the gratitude stuff is um, 
not just, you know, I'm grateful for this and then moving forward. Like, no, like talk, like write, you don't have to write a big ass paragraph, but if you can, like write a paragraph about why you're grateful for whatever that is, because that really, um, I think a lot of people who don't find gratitude journaling to work, it's because they're only doing that one line. Like, I'm grateful for this. Like, okay, like you only sat in that space for like half a second and you didn't even talk about like what makes you grateful for it. And like, even though you can know and go through it, like the process of writing it down and being in that space is so important. Um, And then like, so you can have multiple journals. I like to, I just... I have so many things and so many journals for different things that I just can't do anymore. So my journal that I got from the Magic of Eye has literally all of my journaling in one. My card pull, my meditation journaling, my gratitude, like all of it. Um, And when I first got this, (laughs) my very first journal entry, so this was Sunday, May 16th, 2021, at 12:46 a.m. and I wrote I'm feeling a huge energy shift coming. I felt stagnant for such a long time for so many different reasons. I'm so excited for this change. I'm feeling more grounded than I have in a really long time. I feel in tune and connected. I'm feeling ready to face the things that scare me. I'm stepping back into my power and it feels incredible. And then I did um my gratitude stuff um but what's crazy about that is my next journal entry and it says less than 24 hours after my first entry in this journal I found out that I am pregnant on May 16th 6 40 p.m I was staring at a positive test isn't it crazy how we can sense the changes coming, but they always seem to be so far from what you imagine it to be? I'm going to be a mom. We are going to be parents. I said I was ready to step into my power. I said I was ready for this next chapter, and I felt it the second I realized I was pregnant. I'm scared and worried about how we're going to do it all, but I'm also trying really hard to relax and go with the flow of things. For now, my due date is January 14th, 2022. We will have a little Capri Sun on our hands. <laughs> little Capricorn. Um, I think that this will be an incredible adventure, and I really hope that we have a girl. That was, that was the next journal entry in this. And I just think that that is freaking crazy, because I remember this time and feeling so like just antsy and like things are changing like things are coming I don't know what's going on but I'm feeling something and like really the only thing I could do was claim it and be open to it and I did not expect it to be a whole ass human that was being gifted to me um and I still am kind of freaked out. Um, I This is my first child for anybody listening that does not know me. Um, and Logan and I were not planning on having a baby anytime soon just because we are so into our music stuff and wanting to progress in that. And we really wanted to be more prepared for a baby. And I know that you can't 
like you're never prepared and you're never ready. That's what I've heard from every single parent out there. But um, yeah, I think that regardless is how much of how much that we felt we weren't ready, this soul was ready. Um, the universe thinks we are ready. Everybody else in our life thinks we are ready. Um, and that support really has meant the world to us during this time and made things a lot less stressful. Um, because I do recognize, you know, a lot of women when they get pregnant or with their first child don't always have that happiness surrounding them and that love and that excitement and support. Um, I am just very, very, very grateful that this child is already so loved and everybody is so excited to meet them. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's really crazy. And I actually was getting signs about this pregnancy for about a year (laughs) before I got pregnant. Um, and what's really crazy by this point that this episode is out, um, I'll have already announced the gender and everything. So, um, I'm okay with sharing this, but I really, really want a girl, but there's part of me that does really feel like we're going to have a boy, and here is why. So, you guys all, if you listen to the second episode where I kind of give a breakdown of my life, stuff that I've gone through, know that I had a miscarriage when I was 18 years old. I was about 12 weeks. I did not know that I was pregnant at the time, Um, but what's crazy about it is during that time, before I miscarried, during the time when I would have been pregnant, my ex, who I had gotten pregnant with, his brother and wife had just found out that they were pregnant. And they already had a little girl. And my ex's mom, she was very much into meditation and spirituality and uh, I would dare say witchcraft kind of because she went to um, a woman, a medium who read tarot and this woman told her that they finally were going to get the grandson that they had been wanting. So that would mean that, you know, um, my ex's brother and his wife were going to have a little boy, right? No, they ended up having a girl, and I ended up having a miscarriage not too long after all of this. Um, And then I've had quite a few readings over the years from different, like, YouTube readers. So I would highly recommend Shanetta's Divine Tarot or ESO Tarot, E-S-O Tarot. Um, They're incredible incredible. Um, I don't feel that way about every single YouTube reader out there, um, but they are really amazing, and um, you can find some really awesome ones, and I remember, like, when I was very first, like, getting into Oracle and stuff, I got a YouTube reading, and it was so in-depth, and I can't remember everything that went into it, but basically in the deck that I picked it was talking about how 
um, the lady even said she was like, I think this is a very specific message because this is for anybody who has been pregnant and lost their child. Um, but your child is still with you and they are going to be with you again and they are with you at all points. And they see when you're in a bad spot. They see when you are being too hard on yourself and doing destructive things and it hurts them to see you hurting. And it's so important that you think about that because they're preparing to come down to you sooner than you may think. And it was just like a whole thing. And I just, that was probably three-ish years ago. (laughs) And then I've just like, in so many different other pick a card readings that I've gotten, like I've gotten a lot of signs that the time was coming. Like the universe straight up let me know that I needed to be preparing for this, but I completely (laughs) ignored and pushed it away and was like, no, 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 it's not time yet. Like that's not happening. It's not happening yet. I'm not ready. And then the second that I openly accept whatever they were willing to give me, because I, I said it in that, in that journal entry, I am open to whatever it is that the universe is trying to give me. I was no longer fighting and I opened to the receiving and then it came into fruition. Like, it's just really mind-blowing to me. I'm so excited to see what my tiny human is going to be like and I'm so excited for them to one day, like, listen back to episodes like this or just to tell them about how excited everybody was and how loved they were before they were even physically here and I don't know this wasn't like super crazy sad girl I hope you guys liked this because I just kind of was like I just want to do a chit chat and like sit down and just like I've had lots of guests on so kind of just like address my my listeners directly um um I'm trying to think of anything else that I really wanted to talk about um but I guess really the biggest thing right now for me is I really want to get into a place of being aligned with myself in all aspects at all times. Um, It's okay for things to throw you out of whack and throw you out of alignment, but I haven't been focused on that. I don't think in such a long time. And it's really crazy because being pregnant and realizing like I'm going to have to raise this tiny human and I am going to be the one to shape how they think. I'm going to be the one that could possibly impact them as far as trauma goes. Like there's so much responsibility that comes with having a baby and raising a child that I just The best parent, in my opinion, is a parent that is taking care of themselves and putting themselves first. Because if you can't be doing that and you aren't in a good space, then you're not going to be the best parent that you can be. So I'm really trying to get into that flow and really make that my priority while I still have the time of them not physically being here. So that way, by the time they they are here, I can remember that and still make that a constant priority so that I can be the best I can for them. So 
I highly recommend everybody do some reflecting on what you want and where you want to go. And that's how you can determine how you're going to get there. Um, make yourself your number one priority, your mental health, your happiness. If there is something that is out of alignment, something that needs to be said, something that, you know, just needs to change, don't be afraid to take that step. Because I promise you, it is worth it to take those risks, especially when it comes to doing what's best for you If you are anything like me, I have a really hard time with voicing my feelings or, you know, speaking up if something that somebody that I love did hurt me or anything like that. I have a really hard time with boundaries, and that is something that I have very much been working my ass off to fix um, because it has taken a lot of energy for me over the years, and it has cost me a lot, and it that's just not how I want to live my life. I, I think that it can be viewed as selfish, but just know, you guys, it's not selfish. Do what's best for you. If you need to say no, say no. If you need to set a boundary, set a boundary. This is your life. You are the main character. So whatever you need to do, as scary as it is, take that leap. So, so important. So... Um, let me know if you guys liked the the card pull. Let me know if we should do more of these. I really appreciate you guys once again. Thank you so much for listening. Again, make sure if you want kind of a little bit more in-depth information onto the podcast and our guests and what we've got going on, be sure to follow us on social media, Sad Girl Hours Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And we are on Apple Podcast as well. You do not have to have an iPhone to use Apple Podcast. If you guys could do me a huge favor and scroll to the bottom of our page on Apple Podcast, as I've said that a million times, <laughs> and drop us a, a rating, that would really be amazing. I would love that. And I would love it even more if you guys would leave a review just because I really love the feedback. I like hearing from you guys. It could be anything, anything. Just feel free to drop that. It helps me out a lot as far as getting a little bit more reach out there because I think this podcast has really helped a lot of people and I'm so grateful for that and I'm so happy about that and I would just love to be able to help as many people as I can and to do that got to get some reach so I appreciate you guys so so much thank you for all of your kind words and your support with all of that being said let us take some deep breaths now repeat after me please I am capable I am enough. I'm a bad bitch. One more time and with enthusiasm, you guys know what it is. I am capable. I am enough. I'm a bad bitch. Yes, I love you guys so much. Remember, stay safe, stay beautiful, and remember that there is always another day. 